Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first episode of our podcast. So today you're going to listen to the Astro Crew, and we are known as Carlos, Maddie, Angel, Jessica, and me, Marco. So today we're just going to talk about the astronomy program here at UW-Madison. And obviously to get a good overview on the program, we had to get someone who actually works at the department. And we actually managed to score an interview with the department chair, Ellen Weibel. And, you know, we asked her a couple of interesting questions. And everything should be good. So right now, we're going to introduce some audio from the interview that we actually conducted with her. Should be interesting. And enjoy. Alright, so what does this program mean to you? Does this affect everyone's lives, you know? So, um, so I've been at the University of Wisconsin since 2003. I was a professor at the University of Colorado for many years before that. And um, when I had the opportunity to move to Wisconsin, everybody said, you know, oh, you should go. It's such a wonderful university. It's very, the word they all used was very And um, so the astronomy majors, uh, we have specialized classes for them about stars, galaxies, cosmology, planets. And we try to get them involved, really, in, in all the things that professional astronomers do. So they do a little bit of observing. Uh, they might learn to write research proposals. They, um, sometimes we, we ask them to debate. You know, there were controversies in astronomy, and we ask them to choose sides and, and talk about it. They... They learn some scientific computing. They solve problems. Um, when they do uh, research with us, we encourage them. You know, they complete a small project, then they can go to a national meeting. So the American Astronomical Society has two meetings a year, once, one in June, one in January. So we encourage them to go present their work. Um, many of them go to grad school in astronomy. Well, about half of them go to grad school in astronomy or physics. And, the rest do many other things. Some of them become teachers. Some of them go into computing, information technology, medical physics. Um, there's a very successful guy who's a patent lawyer in Chicago. He was one of our majors. So, um, so that's our undergrads. And then um, our grad students in the PhD program. So um, we have a fairly small program. We might take there might be maybe four students a year would start in the PhD program. Um, it's pretty competitive. Um, last year, 98 people applied. We admitted eight of them. Four of them decided to come. One more decided he's coming next year, so he wanted to take another, just kind of take a year to do other stuff. And we, you know, so they take some advanced courses. Um, to bring them up to a professional level. We start them on research right away. We give them an opportunity to teach. So in these classes for non-science students, um, they would get two lectures a week from a professor and then one, so that would be in you know, kind of a big auditorium setting. And then um, there's a they're, in a, they're in a smaller discussion section that might have maybe 20 people. And that's taught by a graduate student. And so they get to kind of personally interact and be in more of a small class setting. We try to, you know, we try to do both. And it gives the students some teaching experience. 
because a lot of our students, PhD students, go off and, and teach in colleges and universities. Um, some of them work in national laboratories or observatories. Usually it takes between five and six years to get a PhD in astronomy, seeing all the progress and trying to contribute mm -hmm. to it. And I love that I've never run out of problems. I've never run out of things to do. There's, you know, there's always, I mean, you know, here I am, I'm so old, and I've never changed profession. I mean, there's never been any reason to change professions. There's just so much here. Thank you. Um, so how would you describe just the daily routine of a student here at the English program? Mm, it's like a PhD student? Yeah, any student. Okay. Um, okay, so, um, so the, the undergrads come in. Um, they've usually been up very late. I usually get emails from them, one, two o'clock in the morning. I can't do problem three, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so they, they have classes uh, pretty, much, pretty much all day. You know, many of them take uh, 15 to 18 credits. So that would be maybe five or six classes. So most of our students really try to get, they try to get the maximum out of their tuition. So they take as many classes as they can for the same tuition. Um, many of them also work. So one of the nice things about being able to hire students is that they can do professional jobs instead of, um, you know, like working in a coffee shop or something like that. So they can get paid to do astronomy. So I'm happy when I can do that for someone. So what would it take to be successful in your program? What do I need to actually do good? Uh, um, so um, I think entering college ready to take calculus. If you want to major in astronomy or physics, it's maybe having calculus in high school is less important because um, very few high school calculus courses are fully equivalent to a college course. Many people who take calculus in high school take it again in college. So if you're ready to start calculus, you're ready to start the physics that, um, that rests on calculus, and then you'll be ready uh, to start taking astronomy. And if you thought of before, that the most exciting thing that's happened to me probably in the last year is, you know, they found, um, they detected gravitational waves from two black holes merging. That was, did you, did you, any of you see that press conference? That was amazing. It's on YouTube, YouTube or something. If you Google LIGO press conference, or try to find it on YouTube. So this was, um, so what, what happens is, so these two black holes, each one about 30 times the mass of the sun, um, approached each other, spiraled together, and then merged. And as Einstein predicted many years ago, that created ripples in space-time. In this podcast, you heard Ellen Zwiebel, the chairman of the astronomy department, tell us about the life of an astronomy student and her experience in this field. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening. As a crew, signing out.